You were not created to live in fear. We were not created to live in fear. And yet fear is one of those things that can creep up on you. And if you're not careful, it will suck the life out of you. Right now, across the country and across the world, people are afraid. They're afraid of what's going to happen next. They don't understand what's going on. They haven't communicated to us what's going on. And people are afraid. And I'm here to tell you today, everything's going to be okay. So here's the big question. How do everyday people like us who didn't grow up wealthy and were not taught how to be wealthy in school, how are we supposed to learn to think, invest, and grow wealth like the top 1% without compromising our ethics and our values? My name is Jeremy Whaley. That was my big question. This podcast will give you the answers. You're listening to Think Rich Radio. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Think Rich Radio. I'm your host, Jeremy Whaley, and it's so great to be joining you for another episode that I'm certain is going to touch exactly where you are right now. We've got a lot to talk about. I've called this episode Overcoming Fear, and it's a very relevant episode to the time that I'm releasing it. And I'm sure whenever you're listening to it, whether it's right away or sometime in the future, it will be relevant for you as well. Before we get there, I want to say a big thank you to everybody. This past week, we did cross over 10,000 listens, and that is because of you guys and uh, sharing the podcast and helping us get the message out. So I really appreciate the uh, support that you guys have given me. And if you have not subscribed already to the podcast, then by golly, this is the right time to do so because you don't want to miss any of these excellent episodes. We're sitting on episode number 38, and uh, this is 38 of about probably 5,000 that are going to be done. So you're right at the beginning of this thing, relatively speaking. But uh, it is great to have you, and I just really love and appreciate every one of you for uh, helping me get this thing going and uh, getting the traction that we've been able to get with the podcast. If you've not done so already, I want to ask you right now to go over to thinkrich2020.com and uh, check it out. It is my training that I've recently done on mindset, thinkrich2020.com, and it has never been more relevant than it is right now. In fact, I don't think it's a mistake that I uh, had it placed in my heart to do this at the end of last year and to have it out for the beginning of this year. Uh, I didn't know what was going to happen exactly, but uh, here we are. And we're facing some really interesting times politically and socially. There's a lot of things going on. And your mindset is going to be your key. The mindset is going to be the key. So today we're going to talk about overcoming fear. uh, But I've taken a good portion of what we're going to talk about directly from my program, Think Rich 2020. You can find that over at thinkrich2020.com. What is fear? What is fear really? Well, ultimately, fear is tapping into that human component of our psyche that we call fight or flight. It's human nature. You know, we're programmed, we're conditioned, we're built to have that survival instinct kick in. And whenever we feel like our survival is being threatened, one of our core human needs is being threatened. And so that's where fear kicks in. That's where human nature kicks in. And naturally, the fear starts to trigger adrenaline and all sorts of other things that makes us want to run and uh, fight and defend ourselves and make sure that our security is in place. Remember, ultimately, we're driven as human beings by the pain-pleasure skill. You know, we're driven by whether or not something causes more pain versus gains more pleasure. And 
remember, human beings will do more to avoid pain than we will to gain pleasure. So whatever we think about fear, what fear really is, is just that human nature fighting and trying to resist the pain that we're afraid is coming. That's really what fear is. Now, there's an acronym that I like to use for fear. I'm not sure where I picked this up, but somebody shared it with me once, and I love it. Fear is an acronym that stands for False Expectations Appearing Real. False Expectations Appearing Real. Now, what does that mean? Well, whenever we're afraid of something, whenever we feel like something's going to happen, we start living it in that moment, don't we? We're starting to experience all the pain of that moment. We're saying, oh, I don't want this, I don't want this. And we're feeling the pain presently in the moment, even if it has not happened yet. We're living an experience that has yet to occur. That's what fear is. Fear is expecting something and going ahead and living that experience right now, false expectation appearing real. Now, the reality is that thing may or may not ever come true, but if we're going ahead and experiencing the pain of that thing right now, well, it may as well be real. And so people are afraid of things that never have even happened yet. And that's really why I wanted to talk about that in this episode. We're going through an interesting political time right now in our country and around the world where fear has taken over. And you need to understand something. Wherever you are, whether you're in the United States or if you're in the United Kingdom or if you're in another part of Europe or Australia or Asia or anywhere else, just because you see things around you, just because people are getting hurt or dying or whatever, it doesn't mean those things are going to happen to you. There's no reason for you to experience the pain of the fear when it has yet to happen. This is an interesting episode because I'm going to talk about current events. Right now we are experiencing a complete shutdown around the globe because of something that's known as coronavirus. Now what's interesting about this virus is the symptoms that it presents really are not that much different than your typical flu-like symptoms. And yet we are seeing everything shut down. It's going to be interesting to see how this podcast ages because you know, we'll, we'll look back at this in six months and probably laugh. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But this is unprecedented. This is something we've never, ever seen before. When the government comes out and they say, hey, you might want to be careful. There's a virus going around. And then a couple of days later, they say, you know, this virus is really serious. And uh, we think that we should uh, avoid large gatherings. Then the next thing you know, the NBA cancels the rest of its season. And then the National Hockey League, you know, suspends the rest of its season. And Major League Baseball suspends what it's doing. And PGA and all these sporting events, which is billions and billions of dollars. March Madness NCAA cancels the whole tournament for March. This is really crazy. Especially in a day and age when, you know, many people, most of the money comes from television revenue why cancel for a virus that's flu-like symptoms and you know statistically maybe it's not that much more if any more than your typical flu virus would would uh, have in terms of mortality i'm not making light of the mortality just making a point that we have to ask questions 
We have to ask questions, why is this happening? Why would we see the entire country shut down? And ultimately, what we're seeing now, it's been a week, and what we're seeing now is we're seeing the entire globe shut down. And every day there's an additional level of shutdown that's being put into place. So first we saw it was kind of a warning, and then it was, well, we're going to cancel schools, and now we're going to cancel schools for the next two weeks. Now it's the next two months, then it's the rest of the school year. We're shutting down sporting events. Next thing you know, we're shutting down everything in the state. We're calling in the National Guard. And as I'm recording this, which is on March 15th, Sunday evening, for a March 16th release, I'm honestly, I'm expecting by Tuesday or Wednesday this week, at this point, I'm expecting to see martial law declared. Maybe it will happen, maybe it won't, but we're clearly marching in that direction. Uh, Even just overnight, while I'm getting ready for this podcast, I'm noticing that some governors of states are forbidding um, gatherings of more than 100 people. I think I saw a state that's forbidding gatherings of more than 50 people. I mean, obviously something is going on, and the American people are not idiots. This has never happened before. Ebola was much more deadly virus. H1N1 was much more deadly virus. I think SARS and Zika. I think all these other viruses that we've seen have done a much, you know, they've had a much larger impact in terms of virality, and yet this is the one that they chose to shut the world down for. Why? What's going on? And what I've discovered in my life is when something doesn't seem right, there's something else that is at play. So the question that I'm asking, not to be a conspiracist or not to you know, poke any buttons, the question I'm asking is simply, what is happening? When everybody's looking over here, there's something else happening over there. And I'm curious, what is over there? What's happening over there? And I think deep down, all of us know something's happening over there. You've certainly heard me talk about the six human needs, the need of certainty, the need of uncertainty or variety, significance, love and connection, growth and contribution. These are six human needs that drive every every human being, no matter who you are. And what's interesting is right there at the top of the list is this need for certainty. These six human needs are derived from Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And in Maslow's hierarchy, he talks about survival. That's where certainty comes in. Certainty is really a survival mechanism. And when we talk about fear, what is the emotion that's underlying it is the emotion of survival. We're afraid that we're not going to survive. That's why that human fight or flight kicks in. But what we often never talk about is the source of fear. Where does fear come from? You know, fear, it's an ugly emotion. It really is. And I can say with authority, fear does not come from God. God is not the author of fear. God doesn't bring fear into our life. So where does it come from? Well, if it's not from God, then it must be from evil. I talked in the last episode about the energy crisis facing the world. And we talked about the Schumann resonances and how it it measures the Earth's energy fields. And I'm just curious over the last week, how much those energy fields have changed? I mean, we have an unprecedented amount of fear that has taken over the entire globe at this moment, bordering on hysteria. So if it's not from God, it must be evil. And if it's evil, then we have to say, what's the outcome for the fear? 
what's the outcome? Human-wise, we can say it's our unconscious mind trying to protect us. But I think if you take it to another level, fear is used to steal your joy. It's used to steal your freedom, to, to steal your peace of mind. It's used to keep you from being extraordinary. If you believe, like I do, that we are spiritual beings living in a physical, earthly experience, then you understand that there are good spiritual beings that are working for us, and there are bad spiritual beings or evil spiritual beings that are working against us. And I believe that's where the source of fear comes from. Fear is evil trying to prevent us from living the extraordinary life we were created to live. It's really, it's from the devil. It's evil. See, you weren't made to live in fear. That's why it's so uncomfortable for us. Now, as humans, we tend to live in a lot of fear, but it's not natural for us. It's not our natural state. It's just become a home state. It's become a place where we go for lack of knowing what else to do. It's fear. So if fear is not where we're supposed to live, if it's not what we're designed for, then it's a uncomfortable, it's a foreign emotion to us. We just happen to have gotten comfortable with it. Does that mean we can get back to the things that we were supposed to be created for? Joy and peace and all the other wonderful emotions that make us happy. And the answer is yes, we can. But we need to be intentional about it. And so I have a five-step process for beating fear, for overcoming fear. And I'm going to share those with you here in just a moment. But I also want to make available to you a video that I have created. It's part of my Think Rich 2020 program. And this actually goes through an entire visualization and NLP protocol for overcoming and rewriting some of your fears. So I normally... You know, charge for this. It's part of my Think Rich 2020 program, but I, I feel like at this moment it's something that I need to make available to everybody. So I am including it. And if you're listening to this on my website, then there's a link for it right here. If you're not, all you need to do is uh, go to my homepage at jeremywhaley.com, and I've put a a box right there in the middle, overcoming fear. And I'm going to leave this up for about a week or so. And if you just sign up for it, I'll send you the video so you can watch the video and go through the process. But let me give you the five steps for beating fear. Step number one is to go there. What does that mean? Go there. We want to imagine the worst case scenario and accept it. So, you know, what is the worst thing that could happen? Well, unfortunately, you're already living it right now. If you're thinking that you're afraid of something, then you're imagining the worst case scenario and you're afraid of it. So, you know, let's go ahead and go there. Let's imagine the worst case scenario. You know, maybe right now you're afraid you're not going to have food or you're afraid you won't be able to go to the grocery store and buy the stuff that you need or you're afraid you'll be stuck in your house for an extended period of time or you're afraid that you're going to get the virus. Well, go there. Just go there in your head and imagine the worst case scenario. And, you know, in the case of the virus, the worst case scenario is you would die. So, all right, let's get ready for it. What happens if you die? Are you ready to meet your maker? And assuming you are, then the worst case scenario is still not going to be the worst case scenario because there's something else that's greater than this life that we live in, right? So if you go there and you come to peace with it, you come to terms with it, you say, okay, this is my worst case scenario. And even my worst case scenario is something I can't accept. So that's the first step in beating fear. Come to grips with the worst case scenario, go there, imagine it, and accept it. Step number two, we're going to dominate it. What does that mean to dominate it? Well, we're going to dissociate from the fear. We're going to 
change the story up. Instead of making it our own story that we're living in in vivid color, we're going to make it somebody else's story that we're watching from a distance. You know, you do this all the time. Whenever you watch television, if you watch movies or stories on TV, you're dissociated from it. It's not your story. It's their story. Well, the same thing could happen in your own life. What if you look at your life from a dissociated point of view? Well, now you start to see different perspectives and you start to see different moving parts and different angles. And it's not as associated, it's dissociated. So that's the second step in beating the fear. Number one, we want to go there, we want to imagine the worst. Number two, we want to dominate it by dissociating from the fear. The third step in beating the fear is we want to rebuke it. And this is something I feel very strongly about. You hear me talk about it often. We want to use truth statements. We say the truth is. So right now, if you're afraid of dying from this virus, well, what's the truth? The truth is very few people die from this virus. Very few people even get the virus. And of the few people that do get the virus, 98, 99% of them are just fine and nothing ever happens to them. They don't die. Everything moves forward as expected and life is great. The truth is, that's what a true statement is. So the truth statement is just simply reaffirming to you what the truth is. You see, fear presents itself as real, even though it's false. It's a false expectation of appearing real. A truth statement says, nope, I rebuke that falsehood and I'm going to claim the truth. Remember, we've already established that fear is not from God. Fear is not what we were created for. So if fear is not from God, it's from the evil one. If the evil one is full of lies, what is a truth statement? The truth statement is the opposite. We're going to rebuke the lie with the truth. So step one, we're going to go there, imagine the worst case scenario. Step two, we're going to dominate it, dissociate from it. Step three, we're going to rebuke it with a truth statement. Step number four was we're going to reassociate it. We're going to reassociate to the, the current situation. We're going to see it as it is. We're going to see it exactly as it is. No better, no worse. We're not going to go live the, the negative result in advance. We're not going to go do that. We're not going to imagine the worst case scenario and fully associate to it and start feeling all that fear and that death right now. We're not going to do that. We're going to see it for exactly what it is. And then step number five, we're going to claim it. We're going to tap into your unconditional faith and believe for the best. We're going to claim it. Those are your five steps right there. Go there, imagine the worst, dominate it, dissociate from it. Uh, number three, we're going to rebuke it. Say your true statements. Number four, we're going to reassociate to it. We're going to see it for what it really is. Number five, we're going to claim it. We're going to tap into your unconditional faith. Everything is going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. And if you go through this process, you can overcome the fears in your life. Now, I'm associating it right now to this virus that is attacking the world and people are so afraid from it. But the reality is you can apply this process to anything in your life. You can apply it to your marriage. Maybe you're afraid that your marriage is going to fall apart. Go through the five steps. Go there, dominate it, rebuke it, reassociate it, and claim it. Maybe it has to do with your career or starting a business or something else. You know what? Whatever area of your life fear shows up in, it is not from God. It's not what you were created to live. You were created to live an extraordinary life. And if you were created to live an extraordinary life, that life is going to be void of fear because you were not designed to live in fear. And so go through this five-step process of beating the fear, of overcoming the fear. Number one, go there. Number two, dominate it. Number three, rebuke it. Number four, reassociate to it. Number five, claim it. And if you will go through this process, I assure you, you're going to live a much more joyful and free life because you will not be giving in. You will not be letting your spirit be overcome by fear. That's not what you were created to do. You were created to live free. You were created to live an extraordinary life. So believe it. 
Go there. Go towards the extraordinary. And then help the other people in your life. You're going to find neighbors. You're going to find friends. You can probably have some family members that are freaking out. Just look at them and say, you know what, friend? You know what, family member? You weren't created to live in fear like that. Let me help you. And give them this exact same protocol. Show them exactly how they can overcome fear in their life. And whenever they do that, you're going to be living free. You're going to be living together. You're going to overcome the fear. And you're going to rediscover the joy that you were created to live. Hey folks, thanks for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this episode and I hope you put it into practice. I know that this protocol will work for you. It has helped a lot of people. I've been told by many people that this module on overcoming fear alone is worth the cost of my Think Rich 2020 program. It's really powerful, but I want to give it to you for free. All you need to do is go to my website at jeremywhaley.com, jeremywhaley.com, and right there on the homepage, I'm going to have a big orange box. Make it big and bright so you can't miss it. Big orange box that says overcoming fear. And I'm going to have a place where you can sign up right there. Give me your email address and I will send you this video and you can click on it. You can watch it. You can go through the whole process yourself of overcoming fear in your life. And you know what? Don't stop with you. Share this podcast with your friends, share it with your family members, share it with your neighbors and anybody else that you see is is struggling with fear. Just go straight to them and say, you know what? You weren't designed for fear and I got a protocol for you. And send them to my website. They can download the video. They can watch the video they can listen to this podcast and of course if they're not subscribed if you're not subscribed this is a great time to do it get yourself subscribed so you can get all the episodes of think rich radio delivered directly to your phone or your computer or wherever it is that you like to listen to podcasts all right thanks again for listening remember you were created to live an extraordinary life believe it receive it and live extraordinary i'll talk to you next time